0: An afterglow. I like to call it the hour of power. <laughs> well, he's in 10 to 15 minutes of power. Uh-huh. You guys want to go for an hour, feel free. Doesn't affect our rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the afterglow where we talk a little bit about the talk. The talk about the talk. Um, yeah, as I was saying earlier, I woke up this morning with such anxiety and was, you know, really had a lot of anxiety trying to prepare a talk today because I just had so much going on this week where I just wasn't able to really work on my talk and, or didn't feel like it. And uh, But kind of brought me back to love and these verses on love and found a lot of peace in that, so it's kinda of why I brought it today, is because I I also obviously needed to hear it myself, needed to read it myself and remind myself that that goal of love is still a goal. It's, but it's kind of beautiful in a way because it's kind of been For me, over time, it's become an easier goal, you know, than what well, other people's goals made for me in the church growing up. They, they, you know, people had a lot of other goals for me to be something that I wasn't, or to be a certain type of Christian uh, to live a certain way. And um, love kind of set me free from all that legalism and guided me to a place where I just want to fall in love and that it is some type of sanctification in a way. Love sanctifying me more than all the legalistic jump through hoops 10 commandment kind of stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to share that real quick. Any burning design, Sorry, can we just start Anybody got anything to say? Want to share about the talk or talk
1: about the share? No pressure. Well, uh, I was watching a video a couple days ago by a guy named Walter Wink, and he's written a bunch of books about the powers that be and like how systems can oppressive and how they need to be redeemed and all of that sort of thing and what uh, was interesting when i was watching it was that even though he had done a a whole lot of work talking about systemic sort of stuff uh, he brought it back to the fact that we need to focus on our own inner sort of violence before we can have any sort of chance of peace worldwide or in some sort of bigger system And it seems like the sermon today is, uh, also not allowing me to cop out and just point blame at other people, but have to just be introspective and think about, uh, am I executing these sort of commandments that are being put down and, um. It's not fair, man, making me have to work <laughs> on myself. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I think it's a a good challenge to put forward to oneself and and yeah, it does seem like less of a burden, I guess, to have this as a goal as opposed to you know, things that have I guess maybe even other things that are in the Bible or other yeah. things that people have Suggested should be followed, but uh, there's only a certain number of things that humans can keep in the forefront of their mind. And I would say if you got to pick like seven or eight, like love should probably be up in that seven or eight category. Totally. So thank you. Yeah, just
0: like it was strange just a moment yesterday, I had a little I, didn't go really loud. I got scared and nestled in, and I just held I was like, "Okay, buddy, you're no, scared. Okay, no, it's okay." And I I just remember, for some reason, thinking, "Man, I wish I would have had that more of that kind of love when I was a kid." You know, I wish I would have had that more. And that's why I was given that love, because I wished I had more of it. And so I had a lot of the ways of <coughs> that maybe I didn't get the love I didn't receive. And it's strange that those little things just kind of spark how how to love. Being a father, it was just really, it all. you know, the beauty of it and some of the simplicity of it. You know, I've never given up, never really, this. Right? you know, when you someone has a meltdown for forty five minutes a toddler meltdown is something to be, <laughs> yeah. uh, experience really. It's just like How am I gonna hold my own sanity when this person is just completely falling apart? Because <laughs> like, you know, you know it's adults we fall apart, but we don't fall apart for usually longer than 15 or 30 minutes, integral, integral. what is that integral? Uh, intervals. Intervals. You know? We, oh, but you can only cry for so long. we little kids, man, it's like toddlers can just oh. They did my son sending that the meltdown. And I was like, okay, Karen's going to handle this. i to take a shower. I got the shower, and I mean, the whole shower all I heard was like oh. I got out of the shower. Oh, what's still going on? I was like, this is incredible.
2: Well, it's like their, their frame of reference. Like they, That's the worst thing they've ever experienced. You know, yeah. it's like, As a four-year-old, you only have four years of reference as, of life. And so things are very upsetting. Because it's the, I wish I could...
0: Yeah, I can't remember what he was upset about. It had something to do with food, I'm
2: pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's called trauma. I think that's why we're all so mentally uh, not fully stable. It's because we've had... Trauma and our, our, our grid Our frame of reference is different But your talk man got me so Emotional today like You fucking nailed it dude Like what keeps Me one of the The handful of things that keeps me Coming back Not even here but like to Christianity Which has upset me And hurt me and scarred me a lot honestly One of the things that keeps me coming back Is 1st John is, is, is God as love and even like reading First uh, Corinthians thirteen, and, and substituting love for God, and saying God is patient, God is kind, you know, oh,
0: yeah.
2: and that's the only way that I can conception. I know I get pretentious, and I talk about. I, I'm a very pretentious person. I'm working on that, guys. But like. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Caputo here recently And he talks about God as an event of love That we choose to engage in And to me, that that, that really speaks to me a lot Because it's like Maybe God is always there, maybe I I have no idea, I have no clue But to engage with God Slash love Is a choice And it benefits you and everyone around you And I think it's, it's the only hope that humans have Because we're kind of fucked as far as like the world and, you know, the environment and and socially. But I think that the only chance we have, and I think that's why religion is so important, is to love. And I think you nailed it, man. Like, that's exactly what I needed to hear right now. Thank you.
3: I think it was a good reminder that it's oneness with God, this, this love because I think we it's, it's difficult because you sometimes see these people that you were mentioning that claim that they love and you know they have this but behind it uh. is something different and then you know it's it's like how do they not see it but at the same time I I'm reminded of myself because I was raised that way also until like a moment came where it shifted my perspective into you know because I was going to a non-affirming church that then I went to an affirming church and that that's the first place where I understood what understood and felt God's love and then which brought helped me bring closer to um Love what it what it should have been, you know. And um, like I want to shake these people and say, "Don't you get it?" But I can't do that until you know. For me, it was like this clad armor that kind of like kind of started crumbling off when I started feeling it at that new church that I was going to in Phoenix. And um, I think that kind of clad armor thing kind of like it gets latched onto us as we grow up with like these mentalities and these ideas and you know bad theologies but um when we start feeling and letting go of that you know the god's love and reflecting that towards others that's incredible that was random but I just had to say that was thank you
2: Robert do you, do you think I, this is just a random asked question but like do you think that the majority of let's say I was going to say evangelical but let's just say Christian do you think the majority of Christian churches will ever be affirming like or, or how long do you think it would be before that happens
3: that's interesting I mean there's I think in the long run it will be yeah a far greater number Mm -hmm. Um, I think with the trend that we're seeing where there's like a decline in you know general church service um, numbers of people going to church because they're they're now seeing what it is in reality um, will shift but I think there's there'll be an uptick in the Mm -hmm. progressive where they see more inclusive and loving Mm -hmm. theology so Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure there will always be like that yeah. Little sector. But they don't want to give up that rule control <laughs> yeah um, and like rule following. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the evolvement of our spiritual path will lead to that whether they call it church or or mm. they, you know function the same way as a mega church I don't know, but you know. it's very helpful I like think yeah a crystal ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Than I thought I was Right. Yeah. Have
3: you heard of that four hundred year theory?
0: Oh yeah.
3: It's fascinating. I, I don't know too much about it, but I've heard of it. Phyllis Phyllis tickler? tickler? Tickle? Phyllis no, Tickle? Phyllis, that's an no, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phyllis Tickle. And yeah. Uh, she yeah, she had she talked a lot about that. That every four hundred years we have like a garage sale. Yeah, like this um reinvention of the church as a whole, and just saying that we're at the current stage of the 400 years since the next revolution. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it seems to
0: be something's happening, something is shifting yeah. for sure,
3: like in during this time. And so it's, it's exciting, yeah. wild
0: to watch Let's see, just it's happening. Oops, sorry. something's happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I've watched, I see a lot more social justice people coming up and hearing more about that, and hearing more about allies, and not even allies anymore. Now it's like people who are LGBTQ folks who are speakers and talking talk, and things like that. Yeah. That's happening, so that's great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, people like Caputo and Peter Ronald Rollins, yeah. and, uh, Rob Bell, and things like that, you know, those guys are cute, Michael card yeah, you know, yeah. get people to question things, you know, podcasts, like deconstructionists and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's like something you didn't think would ever be popular, is becoming popular, true,
2: yeah. Yeah. And it's making us really poor, but we're changing the world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Man. There's
2: no way to monetize, but we're changing <laughs> the world. I swear to God.
0: Uh, so. Maybe we should start having car shows and airplane shows. <laughs> <laughs> Revolution airplane show. Oh, <laughs> it's a <called to> <laughs>
2: like chemtrails revolution
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> off from like I remember I think like we we're kind of talking about I remember when was it Episcopal the first um, out I think he was specifically gay I was going to say LGBTQ but I think it was uh, the first out gay um, I don't know do they have ministers or, or priests? priests yeah priests but to me, like, living in the South of that, at that time, that was, like, I was like, what the fuck? But now it's, like, that happened a lot sooner than I thought it would. You Like you were saying, Jay, like, it's, like, I think, and, and like you were saying too, Robert, like, I think there is a shift going on. And I know I've had a big shift. I know I've had a massive shift in being honest with myself and honest with other people. And... Yeah, that's helpful. That's encouraging. Because a lot of times I just sit around and think, like, we're fucked, guys. Like, what are we going to do? But this is this conversation is very encouraging. Yeah. I concur. And it's more of us than we realize. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. You know, we can see. Yeah. And I see that
0: online. Mm. You know, see that the fact that we're able to continue, I'm able to continue to show up here. <laughs> not possible to do, but it's still miracles happen people listen online. and support us online we're doing as well, so it's things are just different. Yeah. You know? I remember when we first went online I was like I thought it was a fad to be honest with you I don't know about this. I didn't think one day that it would be a, the a, yeah the lifeblood of her Church, you know, that would keep the church going. How we moved to Minnesota and had the tune to, completely, you know, reshift how I think. And, you know, it did. I almost feel yeah. like I should have headphones on. Sit in front of a <laughs> mic like that. Sure, sure. Well, to the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> was a genius. You know, set so the traffic looks. <laughs> that was
2: good. Yeah. That was really good. You're listening to Revolution.0. <laughs> you know, after doing,
0: a, I did a podcast for a couple of years. That was, about a year. Oh, radiocasts? Yeah. Yeah. So that was very, I modeled that after a radio show. So, so tell me. That's uh, <laughs> good <a dope> friend. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming today, everybody. Say yes, hello. Nice. Anything? No. Say hello to each other before we. Oh, um, nonprofit, if you guys want to donate, you can. If you want to, if not, that's okay too. I have a hat, but I'll just stand up here and if you want to give to the offering, great. If not, that's fine too. I'd rather have you than the offering. we do. done. Alright, we're done. A post Christian production.